need to, to learn from your word. And Lord, so we often, we get to the conclusion down here, and it just seems like the way it started off is just kind of recognize this person, recognize that person, and really there's not much there. But, but Lord, there's some mighty uh, great pieces and morsels of meat in, in these uh, few verses here uh, that we studied last week and studied this week. So, Lord, I pray you bless them and help us to learn and to grow because of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, it's, this is, uh, these, these verses are so important. This is necessity, but it's so hard to get those who are simple to understand and recognize the danger because, you see, the key phrase in, the, in these just couple verses here, a few verses that we have, it says, uh, this little phrase, it says, deceive the hearts of the simple. Deceive the hearts of the simple. And, and that's who Paul is warning here, and he's trying to protect them. And he's, he's telling us all, no matter who we are, he's warning us if we got ears to hear it. He's saying, now, these people that are going to try to stir up trouble, these people that are going to uh, try to criticize and scorn and cause divisions and, and offenses contrary to the doctrine. He said, now, these people, remember, you know, they, the, uh, it's two different peoples that he's telling them about. He's saying, these people outside that, that, that come in, and they've got a different doctrine or they may come into your home and they may try to to come up with with other you know well false doctrine and and, and cults even he says now you got to be careful of them he said because they come pretty slick they come pretty pretty sly in the way they come you know they they come to your door and they tell you that they believe the king james bible but they don't believe the king james bible that's why they wrote another one and so, uh, you know, and I'm, of course, and, you know, I'm talking about, you know, the, the, the Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses and, and different ones. They, they come in. They, they don't really believe, but, yes, they, but they, yet they say they do. They come in and say, oh, we believe in Jesus. We believe Jesus is the only way. And, well, they, but they don't mean the same thing. They don't believe in the same Jesus we believe in. And so they deny him. And so they come and, 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 and you say, well, uh, they're not going to deceive me. I know they don't believe what we, but the simple doesn't know. And that's who they're after. They're after the simple, the simple one. And so, and, and understand, we'll get to it and I'll tell you what the simple is. And it's not somebody that's just dumb. It's not, that's not what it means uh, at, at all. But, and so that's the kind, they come in. From, and then there's the inside. They believe what you believe doctrinally, but they just want to stir up trouble. They want to, uh, they're just unhappy about everything. There's some, some criticism, some attack, some problem, every direction. You know, there's always something that, that's just not good enough. You know, it, you can always tell them because the, every sentence they ever have, has but in it you know I, I love them but I, he's a great guy but you know you just you just have to be careful I, I gotta be careful what I say right now the um but you you have to just understand and again it, it sounds so good and it, it, I keep seeing people look around is this sounding really weird or something tonight are we okay all right, I just I thought something's going on, or I'm missing out something someplace, or somebody's teaching somewhere else. Uh, the, the um, now so it's so important though to that the simple understand and recognize the danger, and that's what what he's doing here. God's allowed him to to say to these people, "I want to protect you, and and I will give you some ways to be protected." And he said, "Now what they're going to do though?" He said, "They're coming to deceive the hearts." Of the simple. Psalm 19.7 says that the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. It says, now the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise 
the simple. Making wise the simple. In, in, in the book of Proverbs, and, and uh, Brother uh, Hopper's teaching over, you know, in the Sunday school class, you know, he's teaching on Proverbs, has been for quite a while. And I don't know, you know whether he's gone through these or not, but, but he will eventually if he has not. But there's really three different people talked about in the book of Proverbs. And, and that's the wise man, the fool, and the simple. The wise man, the fool, and the simple. The simple is most often described, when people want to illustrate, the simple is most often described as a, as a blank chalkboard. Now, I'm sure that we wouldn't do that uh, today. Today, it would be a blank iPad. It would be a, a blank computer screen. Uh, you know, uh, there, there's, the, the, but that blank chalkboard, how many of you know what a chalkboard is? Okay, uh, a blank chalkboard that has nothing, nothing's been written upon it. And depending on who is allowed to write upon it is what they'll become. You see, it's just blank there. The simple is just not been written upon. He's, he, he doesn't know yet. He's, he walks in the door and maybe he just got saved and, and he's saying, uh, you know, uh, this is all so new to me. I, I can remember that day of walking into, uh, finally walking to a church that actually was going to teach me and coming into a little independent Baptist church out in Cairo and walking in there that first night and sitting down. And, and, and honestly, I was 23, almost 24 years old, or maybe I was 24 by then, but, but, but boy, I, it just everything we're saying, I've never heard this before. I've never, never heard it like this before. I've never, uh, this is incredible. And so what was happening was that preacher began to write on my chalkboard. He began to put into my chalk. He began to give me warnings. He, he began to help me, began to teach me. I, I said, you know, he's the guy that, you know, lifted weights with me. We went through three days a week. We would go lift weights. I don't, it was a very, very small church and why he decided to invest so much time with me. But the whole time it wasn't about lifting. It was the whole time he knew that was something I loved. And the whole time he's, he's just teaching me. He's talking to me. He's, he's writing on that simple man's chalkboard. If God's testimony is written upon your chalkboard, then you're on that journey to becoming wise. Psalm 119, 130 says, the entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Entrance is a doorway, an unfolding. And God says, you know, the, the, the entrance of thy words, give it, God says, when, when you open the door to the word of God, it's, it's going to shed light on everything that's going on. All of a sudden, you see things differently. You, 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 uh, that's, okay, that's, that's what happened again when, when Brother John uh, wrote that play. Uh, he couldn't have written that play before he got saved. Okay, he didn't see that all the same way. He did none of those situations did he see the 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 results or or where it was going to end or how it, he didn't see that before. But when he got saved, he did. Because the entrance of the Word of God uh, started opening and started shedding light on these different situations. So Proverbs 1 uh, 20, verse 22 says, Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse. In the opening of the gates in the city, she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. God cries out, and wisdom cries out and said, Hey, here it is. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen, folks, that's what I'm doing tonight. Just sitting in the pew, showing up, doesn't do it. You got to listen. 
And, and watch that. It doesn't mean you hear my voice. It means that you open your heart and say, God, teach me something tonight from your word. And so when that happens, God says that, that the simple one become, begins to learn wisdom. But here's what he cries out. He says, how long will you simple love the simplicity? He said, it seems so strange that we just, we, we don't. So many young people over these years, uh, uh, these recent years, you'll know, come and say, oh, well, you know, fundamentalism, we didn't, you weren't taught anything. And I said, that's strange. I came from uh, uh, an incredibly worldly background, no church at all in my background, and, and yet I've come to this point, and God's taught me, and God brought me, and I sat in the same services, the same classes that you sat in. How do you tell me you weren't taught? How do you tell me you didn't learn? Listen, it's not the fact you weren't taught. You didn't listen. Notice here that when the simple remains simple, watch what it says when you really read this. It says how you simple ones will love simplicity and the scorners delight in their scorning and the fools hate knowledge. Notice that, that when, you, when the simple remains simple, they will end up associated with the scorner and the fool. You say, you say, well, no, they're going to remain simple. No, you don't understand. You don't, you don't stay in simplicity. You're going to be written upon. And so God says, you remain in that simplicity. What you're really saying is you're opening the door not to the light of wisdom of the Word of God. You're opening the door for the scorner and the fool. It's important that the simple learn wisdom, for if they do not, the blank board will not remain blank. It will be written upon by the scorner and the fool. This is also why it's so important that we teach a new convert. You know, it, this is why, you know, there's a lot said today about discipleship. And, and, and you know, I believe it. That's why we, we, we took for years and years with those sailors. We didn't just bring them down and just preach salvation on, on uh, Saturday or on Sunday afternoon, depending on the, you know, when it was during the time period of those 20 years. We had what we call special forces. And, 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 and I would not force them to go spend their time in that special. But those that wanted to grow, those that are willing to learn, we, we didn't just just preach salvation. We told them about why they needed to be baptized. And those that follow the Lord and believers' baptism, we offered to them special forces, uh, that little organization. What was it? A discipleship class. Come sit in here and learn how to how, learn about what the Bible is. Learn about why you ought to read and study. Learn how to get a Bible reading schedule. Learn how to pray. Learn how to go soul one and tell somebody about Christ. It's very important that we start to learn when... <clears throat> When a new convert learns how to win someone, he or she begins a road to wisdom. This is such a vibe. Just to learn to win somebody else's cry. I loved it. The uh, other day, uh, Marco was so concerned about uh, some fellas that he's worked with uh, about getting saved. He said, you know, can we meet and somebody teach me about this soul winning? And I told him, yeah, bless God, we're going to meet. We're going to fight. We're going to get together, and we're going to go through this thing one-on-one, and we're, we're going to learn because, watch this, he that winneth souls is wise. You know, just learning to win somebody and winning somebody, that God says you're writing on a chalkboard of your life wisdom. And something's going to be written there. If we're not going to be deceived, we must grow from the simple man 
to the wise man. And, and the Word of God is warning us that if we stay in this simplicity, folks, don't be satisfied with where you are. We've got, to be, we've got to be desiring to grow in the Word of God because the Word of God, again, it sheds light on everything. It just makes it look different. Amen. I mean, can anybody here testify that the things you used to do, you don't do them anymore? <laughs> hey, and watch this. You don't just do, don't do them anymore. Uh, it, the fact is that you understand somewhere along the way as you begin to grow as a Christian, you start to realize that can't be right. It, it, it just it can't be right. Going there can't be right. Saying that can't be right. Looking at that can't be right. Something's got to be wrong. That, you know what? That's God shedding light. And things start to look differently. Now, this growth process, according to the Word of God, uh, I believe, obviously involves a word called discernment. Because you say, is it in there? It, it is. It's implied because it says that you're deceived. And see, if you're not going to be deceived, you've got to discern the evil. Folks, it, 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 I beg you. Ask God, beg God for spiritual discernment. Amen. You say, well, how do I get spiritual discernment? I hate to go back to it again, but it's from the Word of God. God teaches you, and I've given you this illustration before, but I'll keep giving it. The, when I was taught about how to recognize counterfeit money, I was never taught to recognize counterfeit money. I was taught to know what was real. So if you get into the Word of God and you know what is real, that, that when, it, when something that comes at you that's not true, that's not real, that's not truthful, uh, watch, you may not even understand why, but you recognize. Something inside of you just screams that something's wrong here. Something's wrong. Just like when they're going through like this. I, I worked uh, collecting uh, bad checks for Sears when I was a college student. That was a very fun job. My whole life has just been, a, been, as a Christian, is going in and fighting with people. And so I collected bad checks. And, and, uh, or I also went and repossessed refrigerators and whatever else that people quit paying for. Uh, it, I love this kind of work. And so, but I would, I would go. And, and, but, you know, when I worked with that, those cashiers periodically, you know, if I didn't have, you know, I was just doing phone calling on some of the checks, trying to find out, you know, where they are, see if they even live there anymore, all that kind of stuff. And we didn't have all the computer and all the kind of stuff to do that then. It all had to be on the phone. And, and so, but I worked in, in there with a, with a bunch, of, bunch of women. And, and, but, you know, one of the things I learned to do was, man, I could count money really fast, get it all turned the right way and count it really fast and do all that. Uh, but, but, man, some of those women have been there for a long time. They're doing this with 20s, just wham, 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 wham. Something didn't feel right. I mean, they're just flying through it, but and they would stop. Something didn't look right. And I'll be honest with you, when I first went, went in there, I've been, you know, later I'm going to be trained in it, but, but when I first went in there, I was like, hey, if you don't want to give it to me, you know. <laughs> Because it looks good enough to me. But they said, no, this is a bad bill. How? 
The growth process obviously involves discernment, and by good words, in fact, the scripture says, and by good words and fair speeches, deceive the hearts of the simple. The simple does not discern, therefore is deceived by the smooth talking of the scorner and the fool. It is sad how many churches are destroyed. And, and watch, they're destroyed, and the outward tool is a good person. But the person that really was behind was the one that was whispering in their ear all the time. They were telling them, they were talking to them, they were motivating them, they were pushing them out. And then some good old boy gets up and he demands the preacher leave or demands the preacher step down or, or rallies the people to vote him out. And the truth is, this good old boy was just simple. Some good words and fair speeches convinced him this is what he was supposed to do. Hebrews 5.13 says, For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. You know, folks, you need to start learning to recognize. You need to recognize the little red lights that go off in your head. When that red light goes off in your head, and maybe it's not red for you, maybe it's a caution light, I don't know, but, but when it goes off in your head, you need to, you need to slow down, stop, and, and say, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't listen to this. Maybe I shouldn't think this way. Because, folks, if you're saved, the Holy Spirit's within you, and he's trying to talk to you. He's trying to help you understand that the road that you're, that you're on, is you're about to get messed up. And I found a long, long time ago, my wife has always been so sweet to me, but she'll say, Rob, your greatest gift is discernment. And I, for years and years, I thought, maybe, I'm, you know, everybody sees this. Everybody recognizes this. Everybody see, but, that, but I found out they don't. A lot of people are a lot more simple in it. But I beg you, and here's, you say, well, I, I don't know. Here's, here's, here's what you do. If you have even a momentary question mark in your mind, if so, I mean, even a moment where you kind of like, I wonder if this is right. I wonder if this is wrong. I wonder if I should be doing this. I wonder if I should be saying this. I wonder if I should be going to, look, if you can't, you, you, you're confused, run to spiritual authority. Go to someone and say, Help me. And I'm not saying you got to come to me. I'm not saying, you know, that. I, look, I tell everybody when they come, I said, look, I'm not God, so I can't tell you exactly that this is going to be exactly right, but, but, I, but I can tell you that which is safe and that which is helpful, and, that, and I can give you some biblical principles. And the truth is, through biblical principles, you'll probably figure it out your, yourself. But the fact is, is, if you're in that questioning spot of life, get to somebody that can help you. It is vital that we grow in knowledge and in faith. It is vital that we grow from milk to meat of the word. 
Don't stay in the milk. You're going to get, a little child can get, get beat up really bad, really easy. But if you get strong on the meat of the word, you're not going to be deceived when they come to your door. You're not going to be deceived when they, when they corner you at the table. It is the very reason that we study the scripture line upon line. It's the very reason we've been going through this book the way we're going through it. It is the very reason I've taken so much time and maybe two or three verses at a time or four or five or six verses. It's so important that we understand this thing is chock full of meat. And watch it. We need to pick that bone clean. We need to get every bit of it off of it. We need to glean everything we can. It was like growing up, man, I, I thought we were poor. And I didn't know until I got married that what poor was. But, but I thought we were poor living on that farm, you know, because we didn't have the money to go do things. And my cousins had swimming pool and trampoline and motorcycles. And we had cows to feed and hay to haul. And, and I'm like, Dad, how come they're so rich we're so poor? And, you know, he explained to me. But the, uh, in words I cannot explain, but, but, uh, but the fact is, is that, that, that I would sit at that table on a night, brother, and I, I mean, we, we were four boys, and my daddy and my mama every night, she piled up pork chops that high. We'd have roasts. We'd, ha- we'd have steak. We, we would have every kind of, we'd have ham, and, and we'd have, and it just, it was piled up. I never knew we were eating all you can eat buffet every night. But listen to me, when I grab that about fifth piece of chicken and I'm gnawing down, my daddy look at me and say, boy, eat the meat that's on the piece you got. Because I'm just trying to get the big pieces off so I can get my hand on another one. And he'd go back there and he'd say, pick that thing clean, son. There's all kinds of meat on there. And you know what? Poor, I think the Lord says that sometimes. Oh, you went through here and you got a chunk there and you got a chunk there. He said, but you left all kinds of good meat right there. It says, for our obedience has come abroad unto all men. I am glad there, uh, verse 19, I am glad therefore on your behalf but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. Now, here's where many get sidetracked because we don't really pick it clean. We, we get to a verse like this, and, and again, it's just kind of a conclusion of what we were already talking about, but it's not. There's so much here. There's so much meat here. Here's where we get sidetracked in serving God. Notice, they were recognized for their obedience. Look, read it again. For your obedience has come abroad unto all men. Your obedience has come abroad unto all men. Now, watch what he's going to say. He said, I'm glad, therefore, on your behalf. He said, obedience is a really good thing. He said, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. You see, what Paul's talking to is a, is a group of people that have now gotten saved and they have been told what to do, right and wrong. And you know what? They came from a generation like I came from. I came from the generation of authority said, you don't do it, you don't do it. Now, it wasn't some big spiritual reasons. It was just because they beat the fire out of you if you did what they told you not to do. 
but they didn't know why they were doing it. They didn't understand. They didn't see it as right and wrong, good and evil. They simply said, I've been told to do this. Boy, this is, this is, this is the crux of the matter. This is why we lose our children. Because they grow up and even good, obedient children, if they've never understood and learned and grew to be wise to that which is good and simple concerning evil, there's going to come a point where they're going to fall away. Notice, they were recognized for obedience, but Paul was greatly concerned with their spiritual wisdom, which only comes from knowledge and understanding of God's word and truth. They were obeying, but without really understanding truth. You see, it's the truth that will make you free. Forgive me, obedience doesn't make you free. Obedience protects you. Truth makes you free. The understanding of truth will bring obedience to that which is right and good. For you understand what is right and good when you understand truth, then now you understand what is right and good and what your obedience is a result of your understanding of right and good. Obedience without truth is simply compliance. And often, it's nothing more than forced compliance or submission through intimidation. Now, when you know the truth and obey the truth, you do not have to be knowledgeable concerning evil, for truth will reveal the evil. So many today, it's like we've got to go play around with evil so we know what it's all about, so we know what is evil. No, you don't. Know the truth. The truth will tell you what's evil. Many of these Christians had come out of the world, and Paul was desiring that now, uh, and I hope you get this statement, Paul was simply desiring under the spirit, the, the the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, desiring that now since they had come out of the world, that also the world would come out of them. You see, a lot of our Christians, they come out of the world, but they really, the world never comes out of them. They come out of the world and they walk in obedience because, hey, uh, you know, honest truth is, there may be somebody in here tonight. We're in, we're in church because the world uh, was heading the wrong way. The world was going to take me down the road. The world was going to mess me up. If I come to church, that's gonna, God's going to bless me. And things going to go good. And the car is not going to break down. And we're not going to wreck our truck anymore. <laughs> and every, you know, because now I'm in a safe zone. I'm coming to church to be in my safe zone because nothing can touch me now. No, the, look, look, we don't come to church because it's a safe zone. It, it, it is so amazing that, that it, the old devil is so subtle that we, we don't understand. We've got to understand that the, we've got to get the world out of us, and the way to do that is by truth flooding in will wash out the world when you come to christ and start to grow in the lord it is very important that we no longer continue in worldly things and if you don't understand you, you may have listen 
Uh, when you got saved, you may have been like me. You may have known all the latest songs. You may have known every, uh, every one of the popular sitcoms or, or the newest movies. You might have known all the latest trends and listened to all the talk show hosts, and you knew everybody about everything. You knew all the styles. You, knew, you, you know all about it. You got all of that in you. Now, you get saved. What Paul's making clear here is that now you need to concentrate on that which is good. God is good. Amen? The Word of God is good. Righteousness is good. Love is good. Forgiving is good. Patience is good. Grace is good. Mercy is good. God is good all the time. So he says, seek the good rather than continuing to stay up on all the world's latest and greatest. If you're a Christian and you still know about all the world's latest and greatest, and I don't mean that you, 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 you read enough headlines that you kind of know. I mean, you know. It is amazing to me. That, you know, the further you get away from that world, and they think it's just because we're old, but I'm going to just tell you, uh, old don't stop you from watching TV. Old don't stop you from, from any of the things that I just described. I mean, old doesn't stop you from wanting to listen to music. But the further you get seeking God, it's amazing to me how many people come up and they, you know, they'll say, oh, you look like so-and-so. Okay. I don't know who that is. Oh, come on, man. They play in such and such. Okay. I still don't know who that is. Sure you do. Watch my lips. I don't know who that is, but obviously they're good looking because they look like me. Hey, listen, last person, I just had a, a, a buddy of mine from high school. I hadn't seen him from high school. I just got a word that he passed away, and, and uh, Saturday around noon, I'm going to try to go over to the visitation, but when I was in high school, he nicknamed me because I look like somebody then. Do you know who he called me? Alfred E. Yeah, you have to be practicing. Alfred E. Newman, Mad Magazine. Call me Alfred E. Okay, I, I knew who Alfred E. was because I knew what Mad Magazine was. How many of you know what Mad Magazine is? Okay, thank you, bunch of worldly people. The, um, no, I, I knew what it was. But some of them, they tell me today, I don't have a clue. You know, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing if you don't know what the latest drug is. It's not a bad thing if you don't know the latest song. Oh, they'll mock you. Oh, man, you're behind the times. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, no. No, it's a choice. God said, I don't need to know evil there's some things i just don't need to know why do i need to know it you say well you got to know it so you know what's wrong no i don't i got to know what's right and what's right will reveal anytime i come up to wrong it'll show me seek the good rather than continue to stay up on all the world's latest and greatest there should be a new focus a new purpose a new desire in your life 
No matter how long you're a Christian, here's what your, your desire ought to be tonight. There ought to be a new purpose, a new focus, a new desire. And if there's not, you're probably headed back to the world. Because we don't stay in one place. You don't just, well, I'm here and this is where I'm going to stay. No, you don't. I decide right now, I've gotten up to, watch this. I don't want to put you in fear, but I've gotten up to 65 push-ups. 65. I never thought I saw those again. That's just incredible because I, you know, I just like, this is, you ought to be amazed right now. Now, it took me six weeks to get 65 push-ups, but you didn't get that. But let me just tell you, I was telling somebody the, the other day, they were talking about lifting and doing stuff, and I, you know, I said, you know, I, I struggle to be motivated to do it anymore. So I am trying to do some push-ups just so I just don't die. But I struggle. Because all it takes, I can work and work and work and work for weeks and months. And at this age, it takes a couple weeks. And I go back to the ground zero. Because unless I keep growing and working, I... I stop right now, and I don't do any more push-ups for three weeks. Can I tell you something? I won't be able to do 65 in three weeks. I'll be back down to 40. Because you don't stay the same. You're either getting stronger or you're getting weaker. And so... This is what Paul's telling these people, and he's giving them ways to guard themselves. Guard them from who's talking to them. Guard them from what they're thinking about. Guard them because they're still, they got so much of the world, and they're saved, and he's saying, listen, you need to forget about all those things you were doing. You're saved now. Start thinking about what I want you to do. And you do that by coming wise into those things that are good. And they say, but boy, there's so much apart. No, leave it alone. He says, don't even think about it. You, you become ignorant of that. Well, Father, I pray that you bless, Lord Jesus.